Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Well, in this show, we do a little auction preview. We talk about uh, some uh, cars coming up in auction. We talk about some new cars. We talk about phasing out the Camaro. What else we get into? Yeah, Hypothetical Tesla Model S that in. caught on fire. Oh, yeah, and Garagos is involved. The last uh, of the naturally aspirated exclusively Lambos. Lamborghinis. Yeah, yeah some first, cool stuff. First, I'll tell you about NordVPN, public Wi-Fi. It's a hotbed for hackers. Well, look. I think uh, it's abundantly clear now that everyone is hacking everyone's oh, everything yeah. <laughs> all the time. That's why you need you need protection. You need NordVPN. NordVPN on your phone or your laptop gives you a peace of mind while traveling. Because, man, you travel around. You see all this stuff pop up on the phone now. You go to the hotel. You go to the airport. VPNs have a rep- reputation of slowing down Internet speed, but uh, not with NordVPN. It's the fastest VPN in the world. You won't even notice it's running. Put NordVPN on up to six devices. 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to nordvpn.com slash carcast. Use the code carcast to get a two-year plan plus a bonus gift with a huge discount. That's NordVPN. All right. Good show, guys. Thank you. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a choice, but get to get it on. And welcome to CarCast. I'm Adam Carroll. That's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, Hello. over there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I was working in my shop while you were hunting bear. That's right. Fish. Uh, Nate Adams <laughs> over here. Nate from, knows about bears and from fish. Chassis has a, an announcement, an automotive-related announcement. Yes, Nate. Yeah, we wanted to talk about that. Uh, Adam and I will be doing the uh, official Dan Gurney documentary with his family. Uh, not my family. Not, 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 that was not my first Adam's question. family, but much the Gurney family. As much How about as my that? family worships at the altar of Dan Gurney. <laughs> and, and you? <laughs> well, they like racing. My dad's kind of an open-wheel guy. Yeah. My, my mom's sort of a road course gal. And so there's a little friction sometimes, but a friendly rivalry. But that's why you always see my dad over at the shop, you know, right. looking at the suspension and <laughs> yeah. critiquing Sean's work and that kind of stuff. Always. That's why he's always that's there. why he's always there. I always want to know what's going on over there at uh, the Rolex Historics and what I'm bringing and and all that. But 
This is going to be with the Gurney family. Okay, well, that's not as good, but we'll take it. Yeah. The Gurney stuff, you have, what, probably some of the last video interview footage with yeah, Gurney. Yeah, right? Adam did, I think, what was actually the last uh, in-person interview that mm-hmm. Dan did. Yeah, it was probably about four or five years ago. We went over to his uh, shop over there in Orange County-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, sat down with him in his sort of museum part of the shop. Um, had a nice uh, conversation with Dan. Uh, and we were doing it for, I don't know, the 24-hour war, or maybe we were doing it for Shelby American. I, I don't know. We, we used stuff. It ended up in all of the above. Yeah, and, but had nice, and, and but an overall conversation about everything with Dan. He was probably two years away from his death at that, I was gonna say, that point. I, I, we saw him, I think, one last time. It was at uh, the Gordon McCall Jet Center event. Maybe, maybe that same year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure. You know, we did the interview. It's been five years. Maybe it's been four and a half. I don't remember. And uh, he's passed. Two years ago, year mm-hmm. and a half ago, so it it was. If it wasn't his last interview, it was certainly next to last or amongst his last interviews. So um, we're fortunate enough to sit down and and talk to him for about the last time. He uh, he actually at some point went and uh, made it a point to show me uh, Phil Remington's workbench. Yeah. Too, which, uh, yeah, was I was going to say, of. you got to do the interview at his location, which has some pretty amazing stuff there. Yeah, and if you watch the uh, Ford v. Ferrari movie, you'll see Phil Remington pretty pretty prominently uh, on display in that movie, yeah. so to speak. So uh, that was a treat. That was a thrill. And uh, But obviously somebody... You know, if if there's anybody in motor racing that deserved a documentary, it would be Dan Gurney. Nate, how far along are you now? We've uh, got a big outline that we are going through, and now we're going to go out and start shooting the interviews. But because we did do the 24-hour war and Shelby American, we have so many people already uh, interviewed that we've already spoke to about Dan some of the guys will probably re-interview to get a little deeper into Dan's world. Right, because the interviews before with Dan weren't about Dan. They were about other things and Dan's involvement. But now when you start to get in, because there's always going to be that, as you guys have done these documentaries, every single one of them, there's always you coming back going, oh, you're never going to believe this story or this story or this aha moment or I didn't know this about this guy or that guy. And I feel like Gurney's going to have quite a few of those. The people sure. surrounding Gurney's life and his racing career is going to go, oh, he was crazy. He did this. You're never going to believe this or believe that. Like Just being as successful and as prominent and as liked as he was, mm-hmm. I think you're going to come up with some pretty cool stuff. So be interesting to see who, who drops the first bomb on that one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think his story will be as as colorful as Carol Shelby's with as many people <laughs> saying, oh, you know, Carol was not the greatest guy or, you know, had, had he's just such a character. So, yeah, I think Dan's much more uh, vanilla. So well, Dan, when he asked about Shelby, he's like, he wasn't burdened a great deal yeah. with the truth. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best thing he said. He's not burdened with a great deal of honesty. I was like, that's the nicest way I've ever heard someone call it. That's the nicest way somebody's ever called it. It is a, a burden. Uh, what else we got in the uh, chassis So, fire. yeah, we are our, – our Pluto channel, which is the chassis channel, which is 687, 
uh, on Pluto TV. We are now going to be putting Uppity, The 24-Hour War, Shelby American, and a brand new series that features both Adam and Matt called Going Racing with Adam Carolla. So that's where Adam kind of in a no-reservations type of way goes all around the world and races at Goodwood and Rensport and the Storics and you know talks to people, makes fun of them. Matt and Adam go to auctions and – do all kinds of stuff, and we'll be yeah. shooting a new episode when we go to Monterey this year. Yeah, we yeah. should be at Goodwood. Yeah, I know. Hell Wait. Climb's going on right now. Oh, really? Speed. <laughs> yeah, do we get that stuff back, mixed, color corrected, and that it kind of stuff? ready to rumble. All right. Well, for those of you who like automotive content and tired of guys you know, working on uh, Ford F100 step sides... And um, or just seeing guys argue in the shop. If you really like vintage racing, and you know some of the coolest automobiles on the planet. I mean, that's. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of one thing to look at a Ring Brothers Barracuda or something like that. It's cool. Or Chip Foose is uh, breathed on a Ford GT or something like that. that. That's all cool. But those cars are. 250 to 375,000 bucks. You want to go look at some 70 million dollar cars, yeah. Ferrari GTOs are you know, sort of priceless iconic stuff from your your youth. And um, you know, I, I you know, I say this without prejudice. It you, you can just do the math. These are the most expensive cars, the most coveted cars in the world. And they're all over the world, and you know we go find them, and we highlight them. We talk to their owners and drivers and all that. If you want to see just some of the coolest machinery ever, uh, go watch that because well, we I'll, highlight it. I'll even add to that and say that if you if you like the car as the story and the interesting part about the cars, this is where you're going to want to go to the Pluto channel to check it out because uh discovery and you know motor trend or whatever you know they're they're doing great content but if you like the richard rawlings s kind of shop with who's throwing wrenches at who they're going to be doubling down on that that's that's the whole thing if you go to them with the car is the story they're not going to do that anymore so if you want the car as the story and you want to see some pretty incredible cars uh, it sounds like our Pluto channel is going to be the only place to be able to get that. Yeah, and we've got tons, <laughs> that, of, we've yeah. got tons of new docs and content coming on there. I mean, we've got the Nikki Lauda doc. We got the Green Hell. We got a bunch of new stuff. We got like hundreds of hours Nikki of Lauda, new Nikki stuff Lauda. coming on. Yeah, <laughs> so like yeah, like regular docs about yeah. real right, car stories, so. and it's uh, free. On yep. our Pluto Channel 687. All right, Nate, get back to work. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, let me hit uh, Empire covers here. Nowadays, cars are designed to keep you safe on the road, but uh, how about you provide the same protection for the cars off the road? Empire covers, high-quality, affordable covers, engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap, pollen, anything that damages vehicle paint. For premium protection, you can try the American Armor Cover, proudly made in their Kentucky factory, plus covers for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. Don't get the cheap stuff. The cheap stuff falls apart fast. I mean, you know, I'm I'm the kind of guy that if you can uh, find something at a better price uh, and it works equally as well, use it. But uh, car covers, man, 
I've bought a few of the cheap ones at Pep Boys over the years, and they literally just disintegrate on top of the car. Get the good stuff. Get Empire Covers. Free shipping plus an extra 15% off your entire order with the promo code CARCAST. Visit EmpireCovers.com slash CARCAST. Use the promo code CARCAST at checkout. And save that 15%. All right. You may want to hit the clock there, Max Zapata. What's going on uh, in the car world? Well, one of the things I wanted to, to bring up, I just wanted to ask you, I don't know if you've had this discussion with Mark Garagos or not, but, you know, last week we talked about the Tesla Model S, the Plaid, and uh, Leno had drag raced it on camera and set a world record or whatever for this car. It was, ran like a 923. It's incredibly fast. Somebody was driving one and claims that as they were driving it, it caught on fire. They saw smoke in the rear view and uh, uh, thought something was awry and then, I guess, pulled over, tried to get out of the car. The electric doors didn't open immediately, mm. and they had to force the door open. Is How do you uh, force the door open? I, I don't know. I'm just going a quote that said, had to use force to open the door. And uh, all of these statements— It's a little dubious— all of these statements it, it are either, via the lawyer, who is Mark Garrigan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll talk to Mark about it. I'm curious if you... So, there's a Model S plaid. Car burnt to the ground. Just burnt to the ground. But the, the owner claimed it started while he was driving it. And he had to... If he didn't notice, who knows? Wow. And so, Garagos's uh, law firm is calling for all Model S plaids to be on hold. They should not sell these cars until they get the bottom of this. Yeah, show that uh, second picture, please, Max. This car is really charred, although, I don't know, is that the right car we're looking at? Because the rear end... Yes, that's the Model S. I just think it's all screwed up, and it's completely... I think the bumper is, like, melted down and hanging off almost onto the ground compared to the rest of the car. Well, you have to... So, a couple things. There has to be some sort of manual override for the electronic doors. There's got to be some cord or something you pull. Because if the whole electrical system just goes on full fry, I mean, literally on fire, and the door only works via, you know, electronic actuator and the entire system is fried, you're in that car. So, there's got to be some sort of manual something. But then the question is... Is that enough? Because how many people are going to, I don't know, talk to the dealer or read the entire book and figure out where it is and then in a panic? No, because I just drove uh, a couple different Audis. I just drove like three different Audis. We talked Mm -hmm. about them already. Two of the Audis that I drove, I had electric door issues. One, I couldn't get into the door. I had to open it a couple times before it unlatched and I can get in. But one... You had to open it a couple times? Yeah, like I had to pull the handle a couple Mm -hmm. times. It didn't go. And then one, Mm -hmm. and kind of paused, and then it went. And then one was, it wouldn't open from the inside. Now, that's a huge danger issue, right? Mm -hmm. Is I tried unlocking and locking and pulling it. I couldn't do it. And it was for a friend in the passenger seat. I had to go around outside and open the door from the outside. Mm. So in that scenario, what if you had to get out of the car and you couldn't? So it's not just a Tesla issue. You're right. On electric door locks or door hinges or, or, you know, 
Uh, how does how yeah, is if that? You're, if you're stalled on the train tracks <laughs> and that thing's not working, right? And then do you panic and go, "Oh, there's a string I got to pull in the glove compartment." You know, it's like yeah, yeah. You know, like I no, don't know. I, I agree. Um, I don't. You know, my feeling is there's certain things that are uh, manual that are almost like things that are analog, like. I just don't mind an analog tack. I just don't yeah. need a digital tack, yeah. you know. And not that you need one in an electric car, but what I'm saying, like, there's certain things, oh, well, let's just look no further than the volume control knob in the stereo. Like, you know, just because Grandpa's Buick had the same knob doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. You know, we we kind of like it that way, it's, right? And and specifically on things like that, we went to like the touchscreen and slider bars and it got annoying and you can't drive and touch it. And we would be back on a lot of cars to full touchscreen, but with a volume knob. Yeah. And I would be, I'd be fine with the manual door, you know, the manual door. Yeah thing i again i don't know yeah you're right no if the train's coming at you are you going to pull the manual out and find out that there's some t-handle <laughs> ripcord that's underneath the dash or something i right. don't i don't think so i can half the cars i drive i can barely figure out the gas flap like, <laughs> yeah I, now and sometimes there isn't one you're looking at it going where's the cap did i lose the cap and you're like oh it's capless it's well it's capless but half the cars the flap requires no button. Right. Just go push the flap. And once you get used to driving that car yeah. for three years, then you find yourself standing outside the Lincoln, pushing the flap, going, what's wrong? The well, there's a little button there's that's button. inside the car. And I don't know why it has to be a mystery as to where they put that button in every car. It's always somewhere different. <laughs> and like I said, or it doesn't exist and you just go push the flap push the flap outside and it pops open yeah which i would be okay if they just ran it that way i just drove the toyota supra and there's there's no trunk button in the back of the vehicle on the exterior you can use the remote and there's one in the car but the one in the car is a little old school it's on like the door panel by the pocket and you open the door and you kind of see it i was Mm -hmm. like we could probably just put that on the left by the by the lights right like we can just yeah, always a little controversy, I think, when you're we're like dropping Mike off at the long-term car parking place at LAX. They jump out. They want to get their luggage. The person that's driving doesn't put the car in park. They just put it drive. I mean, yeah. They have it in drive, and they yeah, just stop the they're car. They're sitting there. They're sitting there. The person jumps out and tries to open the back hatch. Yeah. The back hatch doesn't open. Or does I? I don't. I don't know what the rules are with the back hatch. A person's always feeling around yeah. uh, under the license plate, pushing. Usually, taking the uh, light that lights up the license plate and pushing yeah, that. Yeah, pushing that in. Um, and then um, at some point, the person who's driving the car hits the remote to try to do it. But I think you got to put the car in park. Yeah, sometimes it won't. It won't do it if the car is in drive or. or you know, you know. I, on race cars where they have that arrow down for the tow hook. Yeah, I, I could go for that for the rear <laughs> for the button. <laughs> well, when I grew up, every car just had a big chrome push button. Yeah, it was back there. It was positive. It was mechanical, and it was satisfying. You just push it in, and it <laughs> it pop open. 
I find myself feeling around underneath every hatch I have. And by the way, these aren't cars I own. I can't figure them out. There's, there's yeah. Now, the hatch button is not a button. It's kind of a soft thing that barely protrudes. So you start right. pushing Right, just like on, a rubber cover. So right. You, you kind of feel around plastic, plastic, rubber. Like, maybe that's it. I'd go for the arrow. <laughs> that's the big red arrow right oh. there. Listen, if you're renting a car, they should at least put the sticker on the hatch that says button is here, yeah. right? You yeah. know, like they got them all over the dash that says no smoking. Right. <laughs> they uh, they could even use a no smoking <laughs> sticker just where the button was. <laughs> the, I'd know what they meant. Some sort of indicator. Yeah, I was uh, speaking of cars during doing, uh, doing things you don't want to do. I spilled coffee all over myself this morning. I'll get into that in a second. First, I'll tell you about the AirMed Care Network. Racing fans. That's right. AirMed Care Network is partnering with Homes for our troops and NASCAR to celebrate our country and honor those who fought for our freedom. They're giving away a NASCAR VIP experience in Vegas. Oh, man, this sounds good. Five winners get uh, two tickets to a NASCAR Xfinity series on uh, September 25th. Two tickets to the uh, South Point 400 NASCAR Cup Series on September 26th, plus a VIP tour with NASCAR. AirMed Care Network provides medical transport services in an emergency. Members pay no out of pocket costs for the flight when transported by an AMCN provider. Health insurance doesn't always cover the full cost of emergency. So you got to protect yourself, right, Matt? Yeah, hurry. For, enter for a chance to be a NASCAR VIP at airmedcarenetwork.com slash giveaway. There's no purchase necessary to enter to win. Promotion ends July 30, 31st. So I was backing out of my garage this morning in a little bit of a hurry, and I had a huge coffee mug filled with coffee. I, I just had the... Just a big old mug. I don't know. Mugs are, there's too much range in coffee mugs. Too many weird shapes, too many different sizes. Well, Some, the travel ones are like adult sippy cups, but you just go with the I mug. I just go with the mug, but the problem is, is I have mugs that are shaped like a beehive where they curl in at the top yeah. and stuff like that. That's so fucking good for drinking out of. It's bent in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Then there's just a massive mug, just a huge 10-gallon mug. It's It's not... But I was limited. And then there's the little short ones, which are like, who's using this? Do you like coffee? Do you like, well, I only like three ounces of coffee. I don't want nine ounces of coffee. But I, I had a limited mug selection, and I had to grab the big tub of mug. Just too big. Your hand can barely fit around it. But filled it up, started backing out of my garage fucking car slammed the brakes on coffee went all over mm -hmm. me and all over the car and i was like what's going on i i looked out of the rear view i i saw nothing i looked at the rear view camera i didn't see anything i tried to go f back again like it wouldn't let me pulled forward got all the coffee all over me got out of the car they somebody had delivered a box there's got to be some box delivery <laughs> fucking protocol. They just set it directly in the middle of the driveway. Like, like It's like somebody said, here's your garage door. I'm going to go dead center on the garage door. I'm going to take five paces backward and just set it down right there. Like, 
you could do nothing but run over this box. It, it, you're backing out of your. Then now you know my house. The side door is just right. That's there. That's what I was saying. It's, it's like just there's right, literally a house entrance. There's just a door there. That's you where you put, put the it. Box. But they just pulled the van up, fucking through the box in the middle of the driveway, out in the sun. It was like a food, you know, blue apron type box, <laughs> and they just left. And then I started back out. I spilled the coffee all over myself, but once. I looked in the rear view and I could see nothing because the rear, you know, the box is down on the ground and, yeah. the, and the windows up here. And I'm like, this fucking car just slammed the brakes on for no reason. So then <laughs> I start trying to go in reverse. But now I'm pushing on the box. I'm, I'm mashing on the box. I can't tell. And also <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the math. There was nothing there. You know what I mean? Like earlier in the day, they came Dropped the box off 10 minutes before I left. So I'm not expecting it there. Anyway, got the box out, kicked it toward the fucking door and left. Was it a box full of coffee? That'd be funny. It was a box full of (laughs) Blue Apron something. So uh, that was awesome. Again, if you're going to deliver shit, let's just make some rules. The middle of the fucking driveway is not you really delivering shit. That's all it's going to do is have someone and right in front of a closed garage door, like just boom, just like you, you have two choices. Either you're home and you're going to have to back over the fucking box on the way out or you're not home. And as you pull up, you're just going to have to get out of your car and move the box that the side entrance door of the house is four feet from right. the door. You, you just, can drive away and look at it and go, oh, I'll text somebody. There's a box at the door and if or you, whatever. If you weren't driving a modern-day car that would slam the brakes on and <laughs> spill the coffee on you, if you just had a you know, Toyota 2007, you would just run over the box. Yeah, right. <sighs> I tell you, the, the Audis that I drove recently has that front sensor and i was trying to make the left turn there was a car coming but he was clearly nowhere near me i i turn i get halfway into the intersection on the left turn it slams on the brakes and now i'm like now he's gonna hit me right and this has come up in a couple times in conversation a, a friend had the bentley bentega suv it does the same thing which makes sense kind of the same family over there is there a way for any of you audi owners or whatever. Is there a way to turn that thing off or adjust the sensitivity or something? The reverse one, I kind of get. You know, they're all like, oh, we don't want you back over your dog or the kids. Like, mm-hmm. But that front sensor, I mean, you have to change your whole driving habit. Well, you there's know, no it, manual turn it off. I don't think so. I wouldn't. I don't know how I to. Wouldn't. to I wouldn't reckon there was that. There's a there's always the pull a fuse. Part I guess of it. I tell you that thing jamming on the brakes and having a car come at you is scarier than trying to beat the car coming. It's it it almost made me think it's the one reason why I wouldn't buy this car. Mm. There's got to be another car. It was almost a deal killer for me. Yeah, I wonder if you can flash things and get them. I, I don't know. Maybe that yeah. Way. Maybe there's a way to. You know, you're right. Do a tune, plug into the OBD2, mm-hmm. turn that thing off, pull a fuse, find a setting, like something to do it. You know, I wonder. But uh, if anybody's got the Audi or the Bentley, let me know if there's a way to turn that off. Um, I was uh, looking down on the sheet here. It's kind of a funny, interesting story, which is um, 
says the Camaro sales are lagging, could lead to the model being killed off. I was literally driving on the freeway yesterday, and I sort of pulled up on a Camaro, and I was like, I don't really like that car. (laughs) Um, Well, we did some numbers on it, and uh, Mustang sold like 61,000. Dodge Challenger was 54,000, and Camaro was 29. So it was half the Mustang volume. Yeah, I'm sure it's a a ton of car, and, and it's not bad. It's just not good. Yeah, and the performance was there. I just don't think people really bought into this sort of retro styling. Mm-hmm. And it has a very thick A-pillar on the inside, and uh, it's not something they can change without massive re, I don't know, crash testing yeah. or whatever. And it's kind of tough to see around it. And it just never really – like the ZL1 is badass car, fast around the track. It's, you know, it's just it never really – seemed to to catch on the the aftermarket loved it sema people loved it when it came out they're like this is gonna be cool it's a camaro we're glad to have it back but just never really caught on yeah uh they didn't make nine fast and furious movies with a camaro so (laughs) (laughs) that could could be it also um we got uh upcoming uh auction stuff coming up at um monterey stuff to look forward to a lot of high-end cars popping up there um, lots of lots of race cars popping up there. Um, some cool some cool pieces up there. Um, there's a uh, one of the cars I used to have. I don't know if it's at Gooding or RM Maxipata, but um, one of the cars I used to have the uh, Ferrari two plus two. Was it the Was it the three? I'm trying to think of the number on that. The three sixty five two plus two. What number was, was 330. it? 330. 330, sorry. 332 plus 2. They got, yeah, there's another one that's gold. Sorry. Uh, it's a beautiful car. Yeah. I've always liked that car. Um, it's kind of interesting that the two-seater version of that car that I always said wasn't enough car for a million bucks. Yeah. And I always kind of liked the 2 plus 2, but everyone's like, it's got a back seat, you know. Right. And there's a 330 GTC. That's the the two Seater. Two seater. Right. Yeah. So here's the the version or here's the, the the takeaway, kids, if you're listening. People lay out stuff. You know, they go, Well, look at the three thirty GT two plus two. You go, Well, that's a cool piece, and someone goes, Yeah, but it's got a back seat, so it's not worth anything. The the <laughs> now the GTC that's got no back seat, so that's a million bucks. Well, I've always looked at that car and just said, it's it's not a good-looking enough car for, you know. And it, it's one of those Ferrari things where everyone goes, best-driving Ferrari, but they've never driven one. Yeah. Just like where they go, the Daytona, oh, man, it's a pig around town, but get it up about 120, and, man, it really sings. You know, they, you've <laughs> yeah. never done that. You know, <laughs> how often do you do it? No one. <laughs> Even if you did. The guy's telling you that has never driven either one of those cars, <laughs> but someone else told him that, yeah. and now we're supposed to believe him. <laughs> But at least that's my cynical theory in life. But now, so you go, well, this car's a million bucks and this car's 250 grand because uh, it's got a back seat. But you kind of look at both of them and you go, God, I think I kind of like the two plus two. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of looks better. If not, it's 85% of the same car. And yeah. why is there 650, 750 <laughs> grand between the two of them? Yeah. Well, lo and behold, because, uh, Matt knows every time I look at a car and go, that's not a million dollar car. And then someone goes, it's a million bucks. I go, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Those GTCs are 500, 
they're four eighty five now. I mean, they're. I mean, they're having trouble getting five hundred for yeah. those cars now. The no backseater. The with the backseater, the estimate on this one is like three fifty to four twenty five or something. So if you want to talk about, so it's a stock, you yeah. know. And at one point, the GTC was a million bucks, and the two plus two was two twenty five, two fifty, two seventy five. So which stock you're going to bet on? Well, I would. Yeah. I'd bet on the two plus two because now the two plus two has gone up a hundred grand, and the GTC has come down five hundred grand. Right. If you're if you look at both of those and you know that the gap is going to close between them, and you're a betting man, you're like, I'm going to go for the less expensive one because that's going to creep up a little bit while the other one comes down a little bit. All right. And- Did you see the gold one, Max Ben? And why not? I don't. I don't know. And you no, don't know. No, I have no idea. Well, don't put it in the goddamn search engine. <laughs> do okay. you do the search engine? Yeah, I did. The the, the this you kids with your fucking search engines. <laughs> what, it, what, what should I have done? You just go to their website and find a gold Ferrari. There's there's only fifteen well, you or find twenty that cars auction on then, there. Yeah, yeah. You, you go, go to Gooding or, or, or RM and you just there's just one gold Ferrari on on the thing. Here's the problem with the fucking search engines. It happens to me all the time where I go, hey, Matt, there's a car up on uh, Driver Max, you know, website says inquire about the price. It's a 935. Just see if you can. It's on the page. Just go find it. And ask him how much a car is. And then at some point he'll go, I can't find the car. And I'll go, it's just right on the page. It's right on the yeah. front page. He'll go, I put in the search engine. It like it doesn't fucking come up. All right. So now we're scrolling down the page. To find, uh oh, Ryan's Ryan has Ryan has found it. It must be at Gooding then, if we're looking at uh, if we're looking at RM. It, I always get the two. No matter what I try, I cannot discern the difference between the cars that are in Gooding and the cars that are on uh, RM. But anyway, yeah, let me tell you guys about Good Guys real quick before he's while he's looking that up. Good Guys Rod and Custom Association is coming to. Puyallup, Washington. It's the 33rd Griot's Garage Pacific Northwest Nationals at the Washington State Fair Events Center. It's July 23 through 25th. Over 2,500 classic cars and trucks on display and a burnout competition in vintage dragster racing. Love that nitro. Uh, fun for the whole family. There's live entertainment. There's the pinstriper brush bash. There's a model car display. There's a big free kids zone, and uh, there's a giant swap meet and cars for sale corral with over hundreds with hundreds of classic cars. Tickets are on sale now at goodguys.com. It's good-guys.com. Free admission for kids six and under. Use promo code CARCAST for five dollars off your spectator ticket. Promo code CARCAST at goodguys.com. All right. Well, good news. We found a yellow 275 GTP. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting closer. Yeah. Um, but it's not yeah. a two plus two. Yeah. Cool car. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, there oh, you go. Oh, gold. It says it's old 330 GT2 plus two. There you go. Now, the thing that's cool about this car is it, it looks like it's had a. I haven't fallen in love with a street car for a while. But this car's got the brawny oh, rims with the dish. I was just going to say, you're going to say the wire with the dish. The wire, wire with, the, with dish the dish and the gills in the side. Now, I don't, I'm not a gold car guy, but this car looks good in gold. And I'm sure they don't call it gold, but it's, it's something. 
But then I started looking at it last night. It's kind of a gentleman's Ferrari and looks good. And you're right. The dish adds a bit of aggressiveness to an otherwise fairly subtle. Yeah. And I was looking at this thing. And and by the way, you want to get it. A car that's just done. I think this car just had a full resto. But as I was scrolling through it, I was like, all right, the outside's gold. So there's a 90% chance that the inside is black. And that'll look fine. Yeah. But I, keep scrolling there, it Max a, It was like a cinnamon. Oh, man. Wait till you see the interior. And then I was like, oh, I love this car now. It's a funky combination. It maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe just the... Uh, Maybe just the interiors always look good of a certain color, but oh, oh wow, they did it yeah. in the red with black. See, good with the black dash and the black trim above the doors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, and then it tucks the red down. Yeah. yeah, really came came out nice. That is a beautiful, beautiful car. You can keep going, Max, but I think the engine looks like it's been all redone. I, I think they. I think this car had a full nut and oh, bolt yeah, uh, yeah, resto. So my thing is like, I, you could get a a three thirty two plus two for a hundred grand cheaper, but it would cost you one hundred and seventy five to redo it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's I a think nice those piece. cars are fussy. I think you want the one that's done. You want the get, one. Get that's, it with the least amount of issues as you can get. You, you want, don't want the one that's the done. I think the it's kind of an interesting thing. I think. The, I think the estimate was three fifty to four twenty five. I'm not sure if it's a no reserve car. There's a lot of no reserve cars. If it is a no reserve car, you know, show up. The thing stalls out at two eighty. You want to jump on it. Um, the other thing that's interesting is I keep getting these uh, emails from Gooding saying, "Here's our new batch of cars that came in today." A lot of pre war cars. And um, <laughs> a lot of car, just everything, but it, it has an estimate yeah. under it when they send you the email of here's the new cars. But when you go to their website and you just look at what the car, what cars are going to Monterey, there aren't any estimates up yet. Well, I think I think they're doing a couple things. I think the press release gets written up and that goes to the email list, but also the email list often goes to uh, bidders have who you know have. have purchase cars and stuff through them before whereas the website is more of a public catalog so i think they're saying hey you kind of get a little heads up before other people right you the the previous bidders and people who've been to the auction wow look at uh max apata doing his sleuthing over here so that same ferrari that same ferrari yeah yeah same chassis number i looked at the chassis number so it looked it, it was a different color oh yeah, so this is what it looked like in 2014. It sold for uh, just about. Wait a minute, is that my car? <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those. Well, the color is kind of interesting now because I, if it wasn't a factory, woo! I, oh, so someone did a full resto on this car. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that in 2014 RM got 300 grand plus for. Uh, one of these cars that was in rough, that was a driver, that was in kind of rough shape. I would have thought they spiked a little about then, so maybe, maybe that was it. Interesting. And then after it was painted, it was up at Stratus, and the high bid was two hundred thousand. Yeah, Stratus is is tough. Well, they just couldn't get the eyeballs on it, but yeah, 
How much better does that look in gold? It was black before. Well, black with the red interior is pretty killer. It's good, but, but man, gold. you see the lines on this car yeah. now. And, and it's just, you know, all the door... It, the lines you like to see because the doors aren't flat. The fenders aren't flat. It's not mm-hmm. a slab side car, right? It's got mm-hmm. a little curve to it. And it just puts a lot of different shadows into the gold. The, the lower rocker looks darker than the top of the door just because of all the metallic and stuff in it. Yeah. It's such a good play. You know, even the black would be cool, but with a little bit of something in it, a little bit of metallic or something in it to, to shine a little bit of light off of it. Yeah. they. Uh, I also got an email that uh was talking about doing a preview in like van nuys did you see that on like july 25th some of the cars over there i Uh, I, i'm i'm sure i have the email i haven't seen it yeah uh anyway i hadn't remembered that email in the past i did did talk to them and they that was the thing this past year because of so many of their auctions were done online they did have a place in Van Nuys, I recall, and they said they were getting as many cars there as possible so people can come and view them, but then still do the online auction. Uh-huh. So we were actually invited there once in the past. Maybe they just we were, carried that over. Uh, anyway. I think they're probably kept the location. They're just getting cars yeah. for all the auctions. It's a good idea in case yeah. you want to see them. Make a good heist movie, too. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we play the uh, hypothetical stoplight game? Let's do it. The Hypothetical Stoplight Game, brought to you by J.B. Weld. Well, I'm in such a hurry tonight, but I'm gonna have to stop at this light. On the left, I got a van with big wheels. On the right, I got a pickup in teal. Van to the left of me, teal truck to the right. Here I am, stuck at a light behind you. All right, this is brought to you by J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. I use this stuff. I, I used this stuff yesterday to fix a piece of um, slate, like a threshold slate that was by my front you window. You need to fix your giant 935 model. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, uh, what do we got, Max Bata? All right, well, Matt, you're in the Matt Cave working on your car. Yeah. You need to grab some more J.B. Weld original twin tubes. Perfect for metal, wood, plastic, and more. So you head over to AutoZone, and uh, you live on the west side. There's a lot of celebrities around there. Mm-hmm. You pull up to a stoplight. You have to choose between two lanes. Which lane gets you to JB Weld faster? Your first choice. Is it lane one, the Nissan Leaf driven by Pendulette, <laughs> or lane two, the murdered-out smart car driven by Justin Bieber? Ugh. This is the worst intersection I've ever been in. I like Penn. I don't think he fits in that in the Nissan Leaf. I drove the Nissan Leaf. It's terrible. Um, I am going to get behind the Beebs. I'm going to get behind the Beebs because I feel like he's still got to show off a little bit. Where Penn Gillette is just, uh, he's a big guy. He's in a little car. He's not in a rush. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's incorrect. You yourself... Came in here when we were talking to the guys from Edmonds, yeah. and I just said, "Is there a bad car manufactured in this modern era?" Yeah. I mean, is I know some cars are better than others, but yeah. does anyone make a bad car anymore? And he said, "Yeah, the smart car. Yeah, the smart car. It's a bad car." <laughs> so you just pulled behind the bad car. I just got behind the bad right. car, but I also got behind the bad Sorry, Matt. <laughs> here we go. All right. Oh, by the way, Pendulette could use the JB Weld Light Activated Super Weld. 
just mm. like standard super glue, but they use a light activator for practically instant cure, like magic. Or Justin should check out the JB Weld Clear Weld, the crystal clear drying adhesive, because uh, image is important. All right, let's try round two, Matt. Here we go. Do you pull up behind lane one, the Raptor driven by James Brolin, Ooh. or lane two, Joe Biden's driving the electric Ford F-150? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Well, they both got interesting vehicles, but uh, that electric F-150 is faster than the Raptor, but Brolin claims to be a car guy. I think mm. he's an enthusiast. And when yeah, he's, he's in the, the Raptor, Raptor I, and I think when he's in the Raptor, he's, he's having fun. He's not worried about, you know, the 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 parents. Mm. <laughs> he's not worried about <laughs> Babs going, hey, what are you doing with the big V8? Mm-hmm. I think he's out. He's having some fun, so he's going to get on it. I'm getting behind James Brolin and the Raptor. Or is mm. it Josh? Yeah, sorry. I don't know if it was no, Josh. No, that's or- incorrect, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Biden is in the electric car. Yeah. The electric Ford F-150. Yeah. Um, instant torque on those cars. Mm. Now, Biden has probably dozed off at the light because <laughs> the light's 40 seconds and he's probably just resting his eyelids just a little bit there, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's probably, he's probably, so he dozes off. The light changes. Brolin takes off in the Raptor. So you think, okay, let's get behind Brolin. But you give a toot on the horn mm. You startle Biden. He comes to life and he just mashes his right foot Maybe down. Maybe he just and, hears the raptor. And with the instant <laughs> torque, he just takes off. Right. So Brolin gets the whole shot, but you still want to be behind Biden. I'm sorry. Right. Okay. That's yeah. yeah. That's, that's right. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. Well, it's sounds, just what is. It's sounds, not even an argument. Sounds like a dangerous move. Uh, that's on. true. <laughs> By the way, both of those guys should check out the Herculiner, the original DIY truck mm-hmm. bed liner, now owned by JB Weld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We have one more round, Matt. Let's see okay. if we can do this. Yeah. Here we go. All right, I feel good about it now. You got two lanes here. One, you pull up behind Kanye West and Jay-Z and their modded Maybach from the Otis video. Or two, Hulk Hogan's in his Dodge Viper. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, Goldberg and I were just talking about Hulk Hogan and his Viper that was specially modified to fit him because mm. he can't fit in it. Mm. And uh, I think when he's in the Viper, he's... <laughs> look at that. Look at the Maybach. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was a, it was a Mad Max car. <laughs> yeah. I guess I didn't see the video. Uh, Hogan all the way. Hogan does not want to be beat by that car. Hogan's out to, to impress. Hogan all the way. Yeah, sorry. Hogan. How did I get beat before he even talked? Uh, well, I'll t- because it's so obvious. <laughs> the Hogan had that very tragic situation with the son. Yes. Street racing the Supra. Yes. And uh, I, think a, I think a passenger may have been killed in that car. And Hogan was shaken by that incident, even though it was many years ago. And he has vowed to keep it at 35, 10 and 2 on the street when he's driving just because of this this incident involving a son and the death of a peer. So I'm, okay. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, Matt. Adam's right. All right, and that round brought to you by J.B. Weld Quickwood, the wood repair putty stick, perfect for stripped screws, dry rot, window and door hinge repairs, and more. Check it out, J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld. They're, uh, it's uh, used by pros and DIYers alike, right, man? 
Yeah, you know, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. Oh, for three, man. That's a rough outing. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. The hypothetical stoplight game. Here I am, stuck at a light behind you. Yeah. I'm You're still following the beat. Stuck at a light behind you. You're normally good. Here I am, stuck at a light behind you. Brought to you by JB Weld. All right. So what else is going on in the car world over there? Well, we're getting, uh, we're getting to the point where... We're getting in sort of the last hurrah of the high-performance internal combustion engine vehicles, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Lamborghini just said, hey, new Aventador, the last one with the gas engine only. There could be a hybrid version at some point. But if you want a naturally aspirated V12 and you don't want electrification yeah, last Aventador. I, I I think those kind of cars will be good purchases, and I'll 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 tell you that once upon a time, well, right about twenty years ago, as the SMG paddle shift mm-hmm. and whatever shit, yeah, you know, whatever stuff was happening, everyone was like, "Oh, this is new technology," and the claim, for instance, if you bought an E. 46 m3 i think yeah would be like oh this car's zero to 60 faster two tenths than the manual shift so everyone's like oh i wish i had that one yeah. or i'm gonna get that one well fast forward 20 years and the stick the six speed manuals are worth more yeah. than that even though the performance was a little greater once cars become a little vintage or retro or something we don't yeah. care about the performance as much as we care about the limited production and things like that and, and fun factor and yeah and like so that, yeah. i can see a world 20 years from now where people are like this is the last you know naturally aspirated or this this is the last fuel you know petro yeah uh, just- only lambo and you don't want the one with the motor assist whatever 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 right like I mean, look, someone's going to say, hey, I want the first hybrid Lamborghini, but your argument is equally strong. You want the last of the naturally aspirated V12 engine version. You know, by the way, it's going to be 770 horsepower, 769 horsepower uh, from from all muscle, right? It's going to sound fantastic. It's going to perform well. Yeah. Um, and Lotus is doing the same thing. The Amira, uh, Amira, I think it's Amira. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the last uh, exclusively internal combustion engine Lotus. It's a mm-hmm. it's a new car. It's got great mm-hmm. styling. Um, typical Lotus. It's a, it's a small sports car. It's about thirty one hundred pounds. There's going to be two engine options. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, it'll have the three point five liter supercharged V six out of the Evora. I believe mm-hmm. that's the Toyota engine. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to get a two liter turbo four-cylinder from amg mm. which is kind of interesting now they say there's probably twin cam uh i'm i'm i, I i'm guessing so it's lotus I mean, it's they have should to. have a twin cam yeah and amg's already got the engine in some other vehicles mm-hmm. uh I think that engine is available up to 400 and something horsepower so the lotus is going to range from 360 to 400 horsepower although there's variations of the existing. So the four is going to have more horsepower. See, I don't know that. So oh, okay, um, 
I can tell you that the the four from AMG, there is a variant that is over 400 horsepower, and there's a variant of the Avora 3.5 liter at 415 horsepower. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to be 360 for the four-cylinder, 400 for the six-cylinder, but the four-cylinder is going to weigh 100 pounds less. Mm. And it'll probably have an equal amount of performance. There's going to be three transmission options, although they haven't said specifically what's going to get what. There's going to be mm-hmm. a manual, an auto, and a DCT, which is a dual clutch. Mm. My guess is the 3.5-liter supercharged engine will be with a manual or an automatic. You choose. Mm-hmm. But the 2-liter AMG engine, I bet, is going to have the DCT. I think the performance is going to match with the DCT. And because it's coming from AMG, it's very likely they already have a transmission that they can calibrate to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of how my guess is. But it's a cool-looking car. Uh, it looks like it's going to be fun. It's supposed to be the most practical, daily-driven version. I just drove the Evora GT about a month ago, and it's a fun sports car, but still pretty, pretty raw. I mean, you know, a little hard to get in and out. It's of a sometimes. little hard to get in and out of. It's a little hard mm-hmm. to see out of the back, and it's uh, you know a few issues. But anyway, it's it's cool. But that's kind of where we are. Everything's going to be going to hybrid and electric and yeah and whatever. But uh, uh, let me tell you guys about Geico. Do you own your home or you rent your home? Well. Either way, it can be a lot of hard work, but you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to GEICO.com and get a quote and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. All right. Well, we're going to go check on Sean at the other shop and see uh, see how he's doing on that uh, BRE 510. Then uh, start getting into that Porsche for Monterey. Got to kind of start thinking about shaking that car out a little and doing something with that car. Yeah. So we'll get into that. First, let me tell you about uh, Empire Covers nowadays. Cars designed to keep you safe on the road. But are you keeping your car protected off the road? That's where Empire Covers comes in. They're high-quality, affordable covers engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap. Ugh, tree sap, mm. the worst. Pollen, anything that might damage a vehicle's paint. And um, they have the American Armor Cover. It's proudly made in their Kentucky factory. And also they make covers for your RVs, your boats, your motorcycles. So anything – well, if you're an enthusiast, it means you probably have a nice RV or a nice boat or a nice motorcycle and – certainly a nice car, they need to be covered. They need to be protected. All covers come with a free multi-year warranty, not that crap that falls apart in the sun. Free shipping plus uh, an extra 15% off the entire order. When you use the promo code CARCAST, visit empirecovers.com slash CARCAST and use the promo code CARCAST at checkout. All right, you can go uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Good Nights Comedy Club, July 16th, 17th. Live podcast there and stand-up as well. You can go to adamcroll.com for all the live shows wherever wherever you want. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be traveling to Minneapolis and Royal Oak and Kansas City and Royal Oak, Michigan and all that stuff. So just uh, go to adamcroll.com for all that. Support the show, carcastshow.com. Check out the uh, website. What do you got, Motorator? Yeah, check me out at Motorator on social media and uh, we'll post some... Uh some photos and stuff up there for you.
And until next time, this is uh, Adam Crow for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.